Welcome to I Remember, a podcast about the power of reminiscing to increase your self-esteem and sense of meaning in life. I'm Eileen Fine. Through conversations with guests from the worlds of art, nature, science, and culture, I take you on a journey of these kinds of mindful moments that are unique to each of us, but experienced by all of us that have changed the course of our lives. All designed to give you a feel-good feeling and help you be mindful of your own moments of self-resilience and connection. That opportunity starts now. This is I Remember. In the mid-90s, I moved to Chicago. Uh, from New York. It was the first time that I lived outside of New York really my entire life. Um, And at that point, I was in my mid-20s. I bring this up today in I Remember because it was a huge step in my life at that point. Um, I, as I said, had lived in New York my entire life, but I had been in Queens and I I talked about this in other podcasts that I really, even though I had worked in the city, I had never really experienced what living in New York City was like. Um, And I think that if at that time I had, I probably wouldn't have moved. But I needed a change. I had um, felt like I was inside of a bubble, which I was in hindsight looking back. Um, But, you know, everyone else in my life thought that this was crazy. I didn't know anyone in Chicago. Um, The reason I was going is because my uh, best friend Carrie was leaving New York and moving there. And I thought, this is the only opportunity I'm ever going to get. I'm never going to know anyone else that um, is going to want to leave New York and, and go live someplace else, which is what you would think when you're in your 20s, a whole bunch of nevers, and this is my only chance. Um, So off I went, and my poor parents were so afraid for me. Um, You know, having come from Ireland with nothing really, you know, they had made it for themselves and having a home and putting their daughter through private school. And here I was in New York City, I could have had any job and made anything for myself. And I wanted to move to a city where I knew no one um, and would be on my own. And for them, um, I can understand as a parent now just the amount of fear that they had for me. But I went anyway. And what I want to talk about today are um, that time and kind of the range of emotions and feelings and learnings that I had and the moments of connection inside that time of enormous change for me. Um, I would say that you know, when I first got there, I was, we moved there just at the beginning of winter and holy mackerel, winters in Chicago is no lie. And this was one of the coldest winters on record. I think one day we actually were one of the coldest places on the planet. Um, and I can remember taking the loop and being so cold that I was crying and thinking I could have moved anywhere. I could have moved to California what am I doing here? <laughs> but but <clears throat> as a city, it's incredible. I mean, it's beautiful. Um, you know, 
back then I and mean, what it is now. It's an incredible scene for um, for comedy, for music, for food, um, the architecture, the lake is gorgeous. The people are just so nice. Midwestern people are so nice. And the experience was one that really did help me grow. And I would say my moments of connection that I can point to that helped me in that growth, the first one would be a moment of peace. And that would be my connection with the lake itself. And um, over the two and a half, three years that I lived there, I went through a lot of change. I left my job in banking, realizing that I had no business in finance. I didn't, I couldn't explain to you still to this day what it is that I did um, while I was working for Northern Trust Bank. And, you know, always had this feeling that somebody was going to come in and be like, you need to get out of here. Um, so I left and I went back to waiting tables, which is what I did all through college. Um, good skill to always have. And I went and got my prerequisites um, so that I could go back to grad school. And at the time, I thought I wanted to go maybe into nursing. So I was going to um, a community school, taking uh, classes, biology and physiology classes, and waiting tables at night and and during the day, whenever I could. Um, And it was kind of a lonely time in my life, even though I had really great relationships and friendships with the people I worked with because I was, um, you know, going to school and wasn't working in an office anymore. And my friend that I had uh, moved to Chicago with had um, moved to California at the time, which eventually would bring me here to California with her uh, then boyfriend. And I was on my own completely in Chicago. But the lake became kind of my refuge. And I would run whenever I could. And it would be really cold the majority of the time, except when it was really hot um, in the summer. But what I remember most clearly would be in those colder days, there's kind of a mist that rises up off of the lake and a silence, a stillness that comes within that. And running, really having the lake to myself And just having a feeling of even though I was lonely and I wasn't sure what was going to happen next, that I had the strength that was within me that was going to keep me moving forward. And that even though I didn't have the answers and I was really unsure and afraid at that time, that if I just kept going, that eventually I would get to the place that I needed to be. Um, So that's my moment of peace. My moment of joy would have to be Um, working as a waitress. I worked at a place called the Mighty Nice Grill, which was in the water tower. And um, I worked with an amazing group of people. A lot of them were actors and actresses, um, you know, a lot of artists. And the Mighty Nice Grill had this looping soundtrack of basically um, like Frank Sinatra music. And I would have to say that Frank Sinatra now, I know the words to almost every Frank Sinatra song, but it would make us laugh. I mean, to be able to get through a double shift, sometimes you really need some things to push you through. Um, And I still can remember a couple of Frank Sinatra songs and us being in the back um, trying to push through a double shift and singing together these songs and that's kind of my moment of joy is, is um, ring-a-ding-ding with Frank. And then my last moment would be what true love really is. And that's when you know that it's time to come home. 
Um, and even though everyone said to you, you're crazy in doing this, that when you do make that call, there's no questions asked. And that was my dad. Um, and I remember talking to my mom and dad and saying, look, I've taken all these courses and I think it's time for me to come home and I want to apply to NYU and go to school and get my graduate de degree. And my dad d didn't say anything about, see, we told you, or there was none of that. He was like, okay, I'll be there in a couple of days. And he got on a flight and he helped me pack up everything. We put everything into a small U-Haul truck and drove back from Chicago to New York in like two days. And the trip back with him was just like a really special time in in having time together on the road. Um, you know, that I, I'll never had that again, um, of just him and I, and not talking about, you know, mistakes that I had made, but just talking about what was happening now and being really present together. And I know how happy he was that I was with him and that I was coming home. Um, and I know how happy I was that he was happy <laughs> to have me there. Um, and for the next couple of years, I lived at home and went back to grad school. And then my life evolved and changed again. And, you know, the bird would fly free eventually in a couple of years. And I would leave and come to Los Angeles, um, where I have been now for 15 years. Um, but during that time, love for me was no questions asked. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts that we can give to people we love is, um, you know, unconditional love's means allowing people to not it's not even mistakes but allowing them to grow and realizing that not everything is going to turn out the way you want it to and that's really the way it's supposed to be um, it's a journey and there will be things that you don't expect that are going to come up and all of that leads you to the next place and the next thing that you're supposed to do and Hopefully along the way, you can recognize these moments and have moments of connection, moments of peace and joy and love that give life meaning. I'm Eileen Fine, and you have been listening to I Remember, a podcast about the power of reminiscing and mindful moments of connection. To learn more about the power of reminiscing and mindfulness to help you live your best life, visit us at thetinybalcony.com.